2: Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.
0: To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie, because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: It's a church shooting in Laguna Woods that has a lot of attention. Uh, one person was killed, several injured. We're going to bring on Corbin Carson. There was a News conference a few hours ago with an update on the shooting and everything else about the story. Corbin?
4: Yeah, quite a few things going on here. I'll try to get to it all. There were dozens of people having a banquet uh, after morning services yesterday afternoon at Geneva Presbyterian Church. A man now identified as 68-year-old David Cho allegedly shot multiple people, killing one person and five others. Cho immigrated from China years ago. The shooting is being called an isolated incident, and that Cho allegedly targeted the mostly Taiwanese church because of tensions going on between China and Taiwan. Orange County Sheriff Don Barnes says currently the evidence shows the guy drove up from his home in Las Vegas on Saturday. He doesn't appear to know anyone at the church. He snuck in uh, Cho that is snuck in le- uh, le- and lock, locked several doors, either with chains, super glue or nails. There were explosive devices or Molotov cocktails found around the church. Barnes says the guy started shooting and it would have been far worse if it hadn't been for the actions of the only person killed, a doctor named John Chang.
2: Dr. Chang, 52 of Laguna Niguel, took heroic actions that day. In fact, I want to pause and just tell you that Dr. Chang is a hero. Based on statements from the witnesses and corroborated by other means, it is known that Dr. Chang charged the individual, the suspect, attempted to disarm him, which allowed other parishioners to then intercede, taking the suspect into custody. Without the actions of Dr. Chang, it is no doubt that there would be numerous additional victims in this crime.
4: That group ended up tying the guy up with an extension cord until cops showed up, chose expected to be charged tomorrow with one count of murder, five counts of attempted murder, and a slew of sentencing enhancements, including lying in wait feds are also looking into hate crime charges related to the shooting. Cho's being held on $1 million bail.
5: Do we know if he has uh, an online presence, a manifesto? Yeah.
4: (laughs) 68, maybe not. What his
5: specific issues are about the China, Taiwan...
4: Yeah, you know, a lot of that is still under investigation. Um, we, did not, we, we, we did ask about if he had an online manifesto or anything like that. There was a note found in his car that indicated his animosity towards Taiwan, and there were some indications that Cho's family was forced to move from China to Taiwan. But we did ask Barnes uh, about that, and he said the evidence shows that the shooting was politically motivated as we talked about. Here's more on that motive and why this particular church was chosen.
2: We can tell you that from a national framework, um, the Taiwanese Presbyterian is not a large congregant location. And this, if you look at proximity to Vegas, this may have just been the closest in proximity based on the target of his hatred. I believe uh, his hatred of Taiwan manifested when he was residing there uh, in previous years, uh, possibly in his youth. Uh, He was not well received, and that's manifested into this hatred. And it's combined with the political environment of his hatred of the Taiwanese people between the China and Taiwan tensions that are currently occurring.
4: So it sounds like he was treated poorly over, as an out, outsider over the years. At least that's where they are with the investigation at this point.
3: And what do we know about the other victims who were shot? What's their conditions? How are they doing?
4: Yeah. So the the uh, the other people are all expected to be okay. Four of them were in critical condition, but they are expected to survive. One of the people was uh, was had minor injuries. That person is expected to to be okay. We also found out a little bit about the uh weapons which is always a big thing after after shootings like this we always hear from people that it, you know this is is there going to be gun control Is there not going to be gun control and so the atf was there they 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 put what's called an emergency rush on that to uh, on the weapons to try to figure out where they came from and we heard from atf assistant special agent in charge stephen galloway uh, who gave us the results of those of that special trace
2: the urgent firearm traces have been completed and those traces show that the suspect lawfully purchased the firearms in Las Vegas, Nevada. Both firearms were commercially made 9mm caliber semi-automatic pistols. One firearm was purchased by the suspect in 2015, while the other firearm was purchased by the suspect in 2017
4: and they you know this guy was working in Las Vegas as a security guard and that's what what the weapons are tied to but look the biggest kind of uh, takeaway from this story other than the motive that is going currently is this doctor who was the one killed I mean most of the people that were shot were uh, ages from 60 66 to 92 years old this doctor was 52 he's looking around this is what the sheriff is saying and there's you know seniors here Um, one person was saying that they left their walker they left their cane to try to to get out of here and here's this younger man who's like look I got to do something and rush this shooter you know uh, in this what is being described as an exclusive community for people 55 and older and he is the reason the sheriff said that dozens of people may have, may have more may have been killed by this shooter based on the way he was prepared with the explosives and extra ammo around the room
3: And he didn't just barge in there and begin shooting. He was mingling around a bit, wasn't he? From what I understand, people were saying they talked to him, and he said, well, I've come to this church before, but not recently, and blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Yeah,
4: they had asked him what he was doing because he came in first. At least this is what investigators are telling us. And he was locking the doors, either with the chains or the superglue and whatnot. And people would be like, what are you doing here? And then this was supposed to be an event celebrating the return of the pastor of the church. There was, like, pictures going on, and people were in that celebration. Did, uh, function and they were asking him what he was doing and he was being nice and then that's when the shooting started.
5: Did, did uh, Do you know if they noticed him actually locking the chains and using the super glue? Did they see that or he opened fire? That right? I,
4: I have not seen any reports on that. I mean uh, you got to challenge that right up front. Right but I'm, I'm assuming though what you are in. you yeah, the, the, the what are you doing may have been after, you know, if someone turns around doing something suspicious. And, hey, how's it going? What do you need? Or that sort of thing. Right. So that might have been why they started asking what he was doing there. But I we also found out that other than that, he didn't look too much out of place is what the uh, sheriff's department is saying. <laughs> and that there wasn't a whole bunch of suspicion locks. about him.
3: <laughs> and what did he have, his guns in a bag? Where were his guns? I mean, how did he not look out of
4: place when he came in? Well, they <laughs> they did have bags placed. He, he did have bags placed around the room, whether oh. or not he had those on them concealed Uh, we did see some reports saying that he had them concealed at the time and we're just talking about a couple handguns here so it's not like he needed a a trench coat to hide you know longer rifles or anything like that
3: but he had to do his research because they didn't know him and they had never seen him before but he had to figure out what time they were meeting so he could figure out when to start shooting I guess
4: and to find a population of what he apparently was targeting, which was Taiwanese people. So he had to know all of those things. And what's interesting is this is a a large portion of of this uh, congregation is next door at another church, and they just share uh, this room with the Geneva church next door. So he would have had to have known that as well.
3: All right, Corbin, thank you very much for
4: that update. Appreciate it. Much appreciated, guys.
3: Hi, Corbin Carson, KFI News, covering the shooting at the church in Laguna Woods. Yeah, what they do is they rent out the church, this uh, Geneva Presbyterian Church. Other congregations can rent it out to have their services. There's only 100 or so members of what is named the Irvine Taiwanese Presbyterian Church. And most of them, and you can see by the ages of the people that were wounded, are senior citizens. That's why this younger man, this doctor knew, well, they're not going to be able to do much to stop this guy. I got to do something. And he gave his life to do it. Uh, And they worship in their native language, which is not Mandarin Chinese, but the Taiwanese, to dialect uh, that they have there. But uh, yeah, I'm thinking because maybe he did like a Google search and he couldn't find a specific Taiwanese religious gathering place close to him in Mm -hmm. Vegas. I don't know. He drives all the way to you know or irvine or rather to laguna woods to single out these people meeting in the irvine taiwanese presbyterian church which started in 1994 but uh, yeah the injured people were 66 92 82 75 and there was one woman 86 who got injured that's just really
5: yeah sick. yeah i know to uh, to to shoot down a bunch of elderly people that's well up, just know.
3: because they're taiwanese and yeah uh,
5: and guy, you know another guy you know we we think these uh these murders are just you know young guys in their teens and 20s uh marinating their parents bedrooms or basements right. but now you have this old guy uh, or older guy sitting 68 in yeah. Las Vegas and uh, the guy the, the famous Las Vegas shooter from a few years ago attacked that music festival Right, he, he was older too, and he was
3: yeah. He was in his fifties, right. right?
5: They never even figured out what he was upset over.
3: Yeah, that never got any. No, the only thing we could figure out is he wanted to. Does his father commit some sort of? He wanted yeah. to outdo like would be the biggest mass shooter in history or something? Is what yeah. people thought.
5: Yeah, yeah. His father was a bad guy too, but
3: yeah. Coming up after the news at four thirty, we will do the story. We're going to get to last hour, but there was a couple of stories about the Buffalo mass shooting that just got our attention. But that's uh, the announcement. By dippity do governor newsom that the surplus is now nearing 100 billion dollars. You know the budget was 100 billion dollars it seems like not that many years ago the entire budget the surplus the budget is now 300 billion. But anyway, uh, a little strange thing and they're still having this back and forth about how to give people relief from the high gas prices. We'll get into all that after 4:30. Um, this is interesting. You saw this story today about the coronavirus here's what you need to know. It's looking more and more like the coronavirus is not like the flu. It's like the common cold. This idea that they thought originally that we're going to have flu season the way, you know, every September or October people get the annual flu shot and then we have the flu season from then until the spring. No, uh, it looks like uh, coronavirus is going to act like a cold and it can be year-round. And... Sorry to say, you can get it many times over. Yeah. You know how you might... Now, wait a minute. I thought we got some immunity.
0: (laughs) What happened here, John?
3: (laughs) Oh, they didn't know what they were talking
5: about again, huh? All the government experts, all the medical experts, uh, all the... uh, What do you call these people? The the, the epidemiologists. Epidemiologists, right. They were the
3: most fearful. The Fauci's, the the Dr. Ferrer's of the world. What well, they're they claiming know? it's mutations. It's becoming more adept at reinfecting people with the mutations. Well, yeah, that's The how- BA2, the <laughs> BA12.1, <12.1. I, laughs> all these
5: things. Then, then, then why, why did you say, you know, we're going to pull out of this and it only happened, you know, like flu season? It's just everything that they've been wrong about. Everything. Yeah, they will. They which is fine. This is a difficult business to be in. You've got a a new infection, never been seen before. The human body has never experienced it before. Just say up front, we don't know. Just stop with your absolute assurances. This is the way. We've seen now that the states that did not have strict lockdowns, strict masking rules, didn't do much different than states that were very locked down with uh, strict mask mandates. Just admit, we don't know what works. We're up in the air here. Do the best you can. Stop closing things. Stop locking it down. Stop forcing us. You know, I mean, don't you feel like in a way now I'm starting to feel like, you know what? I was a guinea pig. I, I, I took the vaccine. I'm glad I did. But if you look at it coldly, it's like, geez, I was pretty coerced into taking the vaccine, especially those who couldn't work unless they got the vaccine. And yeah, now, but nobody's you're...
3: arguing that the vaccine, it's not going to stop you from being infected, but it's probably going to make the illness a lot less significant, right? Isn't that the idea? Because it keeps the virus from getting into high replication mode. Right. But
5: what was the rationale for te- being forced to take the vaccine? Forced. Okay. The rationale was that you had to take it because you might infect other people. Well, it turns out that you're going to infect other people anyway, and you're going to get infected. So uh, they did experiment on us and then a year later found out it's like wow well, what we said really didn't turn out to be true you are going to yeah. get it and you are going to spread it it's like okay. well maybe
3: this won't turn out to be true either right because we're maybe still not. only two years into this maybe 10 years from now we'll really know that it says here the omicron variant and its descendants have been evolving to partially dodge immunity mm-hmm. and there is one expert a virologist at the scripps research institute christian anderson who says, I'd be very surprised. No, I'd be if we manage it the way we manage it now, then most people get infected with it at least a couple of times a year. Great.
5: Yeah, <laughs> mm. a couple of times a year now. Now, mild cases for the most part. Exactly. But this is gonna be this is gonna be a pain in the ass.
3: And again, that's why the vaccine's a good idea, because they will be milder cases. I think without it, you probably run a bigger risk. You know how many, you know how many
5: variants there are? There's not only the original Omicron, which was a variant. Off of, uh, what was the The original virus? Delta, yeah, the original virus. They have a name, I forget. Did they call it anything? Or it was just the, uh, oh. It was uh, COVID-19. COVID-19, right? Omicron variant. Now there's uh, BA2, BA2 BA2.121, BA.4, BA.5. They just found it in South Africa. And people may have three or four infections uh, even within this year. You might get symptoms that persist for months or years. Wow. It's the dreaded long COVID.
3: Yeah. Uh, But uh, yeah, according to the scientists in this article in the New York Times, the Omicron variant was different enough from Delta, and Delta from earlier versions of the virus some reinfections were to be expected, but now Omicron seems to be evolving new forms that penetrate immune defenses with relatively few changes to its genetic code.
5: Yeah. Whether you've had COVID before or whether you've had the vaccinations, it's still getting through. Yeah. Mild sickness, but you might get three or four of these.
3: Great. Right. So. This is the future. By the way,
5: are they, are they, are they working on an update to the vaccine?
3: Oh, to battle these <laughs> and, variants or fighting immunity? Or? Yeah. Or and would it matter if they did? Uh, it might not. The virus is always ahead of us. Yeah. All right. We're, well, we're doomed. All right. When we returned, uh, when we returned, ninety-seven billion dollars. That's the estimate for the California state surplus for the fiscal year, which ends next month. We'll give you the update. Oh, we we should probably share this. Guess who put out their voter guide? (laughs) And every time I ask this, all right, I'll say it's a politician. All I have to say is the worst ever, and you get it.
5: The worst ever?
3: Ever on the show, ever. The worst politician ever? Ever on the show, correct. You mean as a guest on the show or that we talked about? No, the worst that we talk about. Oh, Mike Bonnet. Correct. He put out a voter guide. So what you have to do is flip it, right? Oh, there's no crossover? And as a bonus, he put judges down. All you have to do is flip it.
5: Oh, oh, that's a great way. We should put a little notation.
3: Yeah, I'm going to send this to Ray.
5: Since so many people ask us about what judges to pick, we'll say, just look at Mike Bonin's recommendations and pick the other person. Yes. Any other person.
3: Yep. I'm offering recommendations for some of the open or competitive seats that includes neighborhoods in the 11th District. You can check them out below. <laughs> I never thought he of that. He wants Karen Bass for mayor, so there you go. Of course.
5: He wants and Gavin Newsom.
3: He wants this uh, replacement in his own council seat to be Aaron Darling, who oh. he found out is a man. I would stay away. Uh, Yeah.
5: No, he actually... I found an article on him a while back. He got a uh, a knob slobber piece, I think, from L.A. Magazine, and wow. I saved it for a while. But uh, it's it's worth it's worth reading. He oh, is, is so over the top woke progressive. Oh no! I mean, oh, I it was it was. Is this going to
3: be the new uh, pain in the side here? It, it was it was vomit inducing. Maybe he's not as obnoxious as Bonin, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, he, but he's picking somebody named Eric Strong for sheriff. You don't want to do that either. Uh, <laughs> to no. replace the demagogue, Alex Villanueva.
5: <laughs> the demagogue. The oh, you, demagogue. Mean, you mean the guy who cleaned up uh, Venice Beach and uh, you took credit for it? That yeah. guy?
3: And for the uh, Sheila Kuehl supervisor seat, somebody named Lindsay Horvath is probably who not to vote for.
5: Yeah, well, because Sheila Kuehl... Hollywood Kuhl. City Council
3: member Lindsay Horvath.
5: Yeah, that's who Sheila Kuehl wants, too. So, oh,
3: so okay. That's, and that's... Then, but there's Hertzberg, too, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah, it's so, it's it, 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 it's it's bad news all around.
3: There's probably not a good choice. <laughs> yeah, that there.
5: that is a foul-smelling race. Oh, I think there's somebody else too. There's the third major choice. There is and,
3: somebody else running, and that's know. probably who to... you'll have to go with. I'll have to look it up in my ballot. Uh, the news came out Friday, and it was jaw-dropping. The last time we talked about the state's anticipated surplus, it was sixty-eight billion. Now it's ninety-seven and a half billion dollars in surplus. 97.5 billion. The budget itself is over 300 billion. I can remember doing this show at an instant like that long ago when we crossed 100 billion. And I thought that was a pretty high state budget.
5: Well, yeah, you know, it was probably 10 years Our ago. Our population's dropping. No, 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 no. I, you know what? And that's a huge scandal. And what I notice in all the stories about how big the budget is and how big the, the uh, surplus is, what you don't get anyone explaining is where is it going? What are they spending it on? Because I know, I know during the Schwarzenegger years when they had the huge shortfall, remember? Yes. That was well below $100 billion. The total budget? Yes. The oh. short, the, the, uh, I could probably look it up and find out, but the total budget. So, so how
3: Schwarzenegger did it... was governor until 2010. It's not that long ago. Yeah. So what, and uh, now we're at $300 billion? Did you see the relic? With the El Segundo Times, George Skelton He's was around than- in 1963 when the budget was $3 billion. He was covering that he budget. He was covering it. I looked at that and said, all right, let's do the math. How old, how old could he have been as a reporter then in his 20s?
5: Yeah. He, I, he had to be at least out of college, 22, right?
3: So he probably is 80 years old. Or, yeah. Yeah.
5: All right, but it's $3 billion. In nineteen sixty-three, it's now they have three hundred billion available, a hundred times larger. And I know one third of that is a surplus, and you have to adjust for inflation. But oh my God, what the hell are they funding?
3: What are they spending it on? But and they still end up with a surplus, which wants them they want to spend more. And here's my warning this isn't gonna last. In fact, if you've looked at the markets for this year, remember, Uh. this is for the fiscal year ending June 30th. These are people paying taxes from 2021. That was a good year for the markets. It's not going so well this year. Uh, If anything, I'm pretty sure the markets are down for the first three, four months. So Uh. they're not going to see this kind of surplus next year. And God knows if things really tank and they're talking now about a recession.
5: And the tech stocks, which is what California relies on, for a lot of its tax wealth, right? Yeah. And the tech stocks, they've been hit with 20, 30, 50% losses. It's it's been a major crash among Oh
3: yeah, you'll see in about 6 months they'll be like, "Oh, not as much not much money's coming in because people do have to you know, deposit taxes and stuff." But by the end of the year and next year, I wouldn't be surprised if there's nowhere near this amount of money coming in. And they have to kind of think about that instead of deciding how they can spend all this Newsom has pitched the idea, they're calling it inflation relief checks. $400 to all registered vehicle car owners in the state. But when I heard this story Friday, I thought, oh, that's just what we need during this crazy out-of-control inflation. It's just give people more money so they can chase more goods that we don't have and raise prices even more. What again. they
5: just lower the, the, the gas tax for the next year? That's all. Yeah, you, that's what the Republicans want. No, because you're right. If you, everybody likes the idea of a, of a of a rebate, but that will give people more money to spend, which will drive up inflation because there is not a supply of goods to match the amount of money that's sloshing around right now.
3: No, it hasn't. been. but but,
5: but lowering the price of gas would make a big difference in the future, and it would actually help. That would help to counter inflation because. Right. So much of the transportation cost for goods is reflected in the huge increase in the price of gas. So if it costs less to transport the goods within California, you would see a little bit of price relief uh, in a lot of categories.
3: Right. The California Department of Finance says they project inflation for the 2022 fiscal year will be 7.6% higher than the year before. Oh, that's nice. So... That's not going to help if you're handing out more money to people. Although, you know, if they got $95 billion in surplus, well, that's tax money you confiscated from us. People should get it back. It should be theirs. But we won't get all of it back. He'll just be looking for ways to... uh, and, and, And the problem is, if they start setting up new programs, if they start locking us into permanent spending... And then we hit a wall again with the economy and the stock market will be like we were with Schwarzenegger's you just mentioned. There'll be a massive deficit that they'll be screaming about and they'll be pulling their hair out about how to raise taxes to make up the money. That's what I'm afraid is going to happen because that's the way politicians always deal with things. They act like we'll, we got a sur- we'll have a surplus. We'll get surpluses for years to come. Remember the dot-com boom? That's our famous example. They decided that because the dot-com boom was going so well, this is back in the year 99, that, uh, oh, yeah, we can give out all these raises and pension increases to all the employees because this will go on forever. And then we hit a wall like a year or two later. And then five years later came the big recession. and The state was uh, in a hole. So I, I, but being that they're politicians, they'll probably do the same thing, make the same mistakes that they always do. So I found the budget for 2009-2010. Uh,
5: and the budget was projected to be eighty six. Is that eighty six? Yeah, eighty six billion. Really?
3: So, so it wasn't it, yeah. even hundred billion. Now, okay. so
5: for twelve years, we've gone from eighty six billion dollar budget to over two hundred
3: billion dollars. Yeah, and you can't tell me the population has exploded in those those twelve <laughs> no, years. It's going down. It is, the last couple of years, it's gone down. Yeah. right.
5: So it, no, it's it's just a massive amount of spending, pro- mostly for social programs, probably. Right. You know, you start, you start uh, practically guaranteeing illegal alien health care.
3: I will have a little bit more on the Buffalo mass shooting coming up after the news at 5 o'clock. We haven't talked about Ukraine, Russia. And there's quite a few stories. I am now going to be on the side that believes that Putin is very ill. I do believe that, and I'll tell you why I believe that coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. And, of course, Finland has formally applied to be a part of NATO. That may have resulted in a response already from Russia... I'll give you all these details on (laughs) ominous response (laughs) coming up after the news. (laughs) Hey, uh, what's that outside? Huh? What is that? Five o'clock hour. Well, here's a story from Rosemary Rabideau. Rosemary Rabideau. That's a great last name, Rabideau. Yeah. Like a rabid animal with an OUX on the end. (laughs) She is the parent of a student at a middle school in Wisconsin, She's claiming that her son, along with a couple of other boys, are being punished for sexual harassment. And she's like, well, sexual harassment? Inappropriate touching? What what has my son done? Well, her 13-year-old son, Braden, has been accused by the school, get ready for this, of using incorrect pronouns to address another student. Yes, improper pronoun usage. What's the punishment for improper pronoun usage? Uh, Referring to them as he or she instead of they, right?
5: Uh, correct. If you're speaking to a non-binary person, you have to say they. They now, and apparently, to
3: say it it sounds too...
5: some of the kids, and and, and I, I think this is a valid question is that you're using a plural instead of a singular and that becomes very confusing. And so I've uh, said that from the beginning. I I I've How nev- can a
3: one person be a they?
5: I, I and nobody ever explains it, they just get really mad that you bring up That's the question. That's improper
3: English and it would be corrected by
5: a teacher. Well, plus it's it's hardwired pretty much into everybody. To refer to a single person as a he or she or if you come up with another word, but a they has been plural for everybody's entire life, and you use they as a plural in every other circumstance. But if you, if you use it wrong, some people blow a gasket, and even if you question it, they blow a gasket, and it's like it, it, that's what's turning a lot of people off. On some of this stuff, in case anybody wonders why there's so much hostility these days to Wokeland, is you got a plural where you need a singular.
3: Well, that apparently was the issue. Uh, it took place in March. A student announced that I would rather be called they or them if you're going to refer to me. And uh, this woman said her son was sticking up for one of his friends. She'd been screaming at one of Braden's friends to use proper pronouns, calling him profanity. Mm-hmm. This friend is very soft-spoken and just kind of sunk down into his chair. Braden finally came up defending him, saying he doesn't have to use proper pronouns. <clears throat> it's his constitutional right to not use. You can't make him say things.
5: Hmm. Well, that that's why that's why enforcing this policy is a constitutional issue. You have Ooh. you're being forced to say something. Well, no, nobody can force you to say something.
3: You're right, and you're right. It was about the new pronoun preference that caused confusion for her son. But we learned that they is plural.
5: So they, they tried to prosecute it as sexual harassment under Title IX, which is the federal policy that governs uh, school uh, issues. Yeah. And, um, and one, one attorney, well, uh, the, the attorney for the boys, Luke Berg, says it's a First Amendment violation. Uh, so now they're, they're trying to change it to rather than sexual harassment, it is a gender harassment, which is Title Four.
3: Uh huh. Title Four. Title Four. I don't yeah. know Title Four. Title Nine, we're, we're we've heard all about, but
5: I, I mean, I mean, the mother says, "I I thought this had to be a gag." I would have I, thought it was a gag. Yeah. I know, but it's not. There's lawyers involved, and uh, the, the school superintendent doesn't want to comment about it. This is, I mean, this is nuts. You going after a 13-year-old kid? Because well, be, I, I, you'd think you could have a
3: conversation about it rather than just to threaten them with punishment. I, I don't really understand why say, you have to go right to a say the sexual word. harassment punishment. Say the word or we're suing you. Say the word or we're suing you. I just...
5: You've committed a federal violation. You won't say the word. She Man, said that chills. they got
3: an email saying there's going to be sexual harassment allegations against my son. He was being he was forewarning the family. So, like a 13 year old deserves that on his record. He deserves to be in the news
5: over this. What are you he's doing? A me too for saying. What are you trashing trashing people's lives for at 13? Then, you know, when they, when he applies to college, all these woke-hole colleges, they're going to be looking up his background. It's like, uh-oh. Did you see what he did when he was 13? He uh-huh. wouldn't say the
3: word. All right, when we come back, we have learned more in the Buffalo mass shooting story. Apparently, that gunman was at that grocery store in March. We had learned he was there the day before, a couple of days before, hanging around, checking it out. But he was there even in March. And March is when we learned... That he was probably going to do some sort of shooting. That's when he first convinced himself he had to carry out the act. And you know that theory that once somebody starts shooting, there's copycats? Believe it or not, a Buffalo man threatened on Sunday to shoot up a pizzeria. Where do you think he got that idea? Watching the news. Yeah. All right. You think think that guy was good? Why do you see me? Ponderosa
0: Homes fulfills the
3: promises you've made to yourself, as we have since 1985. Homes with character and quality. Exquisite homes up to 3,600 square feet in these charming neighborhoods. The Reserve at Pleasant Hill, Sage and Palm Desert, and proudly offering our newest addition, the Vineyard Collection 2 in Livermore. Showing these charming neighborhoods is by appointment only. Go to ponderosahomes.com and see them now. That's ponderosahomes.com. California DRE number 01257567.
0: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years.